Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about pay-per-click. And I know you think you're either too small or not sure, or maybe you think you know everything you should about PPC. Well, none of that is true. And hopefully by the end of today's conversation with Amit Cabra, you'll walk away more informed and ready to give it a chance. Who is Amit? Well, if you look up the definition of obsessed, you'll find a picture of her. She has spent the last decade figuring out why people do what they do online, what prompts them to take action, and how to use this insight to make marketing work better. Today, she uses that experience to design dazzling campaign strategies for her clients and teach future generations of PPC pros at the university level. Amit, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lorraine. I am so excited, and I'm so excited to talk about Google and PPC. And I want to start with some of the things we were talking about before we went on air about common misperceptions about Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people like to believe that the suggestions Google are giving us are from the goodness of their hearts. And uh, my favorite phrasing is Google is not a charity, they are a business. Um, which is something that we tend to forget. And sometimes I do too. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this rep is so amazing. They're so nice. And then I remember, wait, they were hired by a a third party person that's been brought into Google to help one genuinely optimize, but also find ways to get us to spend more money. And that's the name of the game. Everything Google does within its search engine is for PPC because that's how they keep the lights on. Um, And a lot of people tend to forget that because they just go, well, I'll just Google it. And that's great and fantastic but you also have to remember that when they make these changes they're likely doing it for the advertising platform not necessarily for um like just better experience i mean like a better experience is still something that's part of their their ethos but like it's advertising first absolutely is and i think i remember search engines before google so that just makes me old (laughs) and i understand that but even If you think back, there were platforms like Ask Jeeves and Ask.com, and they went by the wayside because they delivered bad search results, and they lost the opportunity to sell their ads because nobody was using the tool. So yes, Google wants your content to be better. They primarily want that to be the case so they can sell more ads. Exactly. They want to make sure, and especially when we're looking at it from like an advertiser standpoint, they don't care about the advertiser. They actually care about the user more. So oftentimes a lot of our advertisers will walk in and be like, they care about us. And I'm like, no, actually they, they couldn't care less actually at this point. Cause really if, the, if nobody's coming to Google, then they don't have that traffic coming in. They lose market share and therefore they can't sell those ads. So they always put the user in front. So having our ads actually answer the question that the user is having is critical for performance, um, which is something that a lot of people forget because they're like, well, if I sell plumbing services, then anything goes. And I'm like, well, not necessarily. I want to read ad copy that talks about the fact that my pipe just burst and that I can trust that you can do it versus you writing generic ad copy. It might work, um, especially if somebody's in a, in a tough little pickle there, but 
if I have the moment to actually really think about it, I'm going to sit there and be like, well, this doesn't really speak to what I'm talking about. And especially if we're talking about landing page experience on top of that, which is part of the PPC journey, if that doesn't answer the question for me further, I'm going to leave and Google's going to sit there and be like, why do people keep on leaving? You must not be good. So we're going to bury you somewhere else. We're not going to give you that traffic anymore because the user is telling them that information because they're they care about the user more about the, than and less about the advertiser. You know, I was amazed a few years ago, we were building websites and we were turning clients over to do PPC, or maybe they were talking to us just about it in general. And I'm like, well, where are you going to send them? They're like, well, to our homepage. And I, I was like, no, no, your homepage doesn't answer the question. Think about if you were looking, going to a store and you had a very specific thing in mind and instead of getting off at the right department or the right floor, they dropped you in the lobby and you're like, okay, go find your way now. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. You're, you have to really treat the user as if they're a five-year-old child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the best way to explain it. You have to really tell them what exactly that you're looking for, what you want them to do. And oftentimes a lot of people, just in general, just website developers or, or people who have built their own websites will sit there and be like, well, they came to my site, they could figure it out. And I'm like, no, they can't. <laughs> it's not possible. It's really not. But let's go back to PPC. Let's pretend for a moment. I have built my website and I have a landing page that's got some great answers to frequently asked questions. And I have a landing page that maybe has a a download or a contact form or a video, something someone can do when they get there that continues that journey. But let's step back and go, okay, now I want to drive traffic to this page and I want to use pay-per-click ads. Where do I start? I usually start with something that I call um, a seed list. Everybody has their own little name for it. I call it a seed list. I literally go pen to paper and I sit there and I look at the web page and I pull out key terms that I think make sense. Um, they all have to be tightly themed. They all have to make sense for it. But that's what I'll usually start. And then I'll take those that seed list and input it into something called Google's Keyword Planner. And then that'll give me more ideas. But it'll also give me an idea of what competition looks like. Are people bidding on this keyword already and how much? And that way you can kind of go backwards and try to figure out what your budget should look like as well. So, it, and then I go off and expand that, that whole list as, as well, but like, that's kind of the starting process for me. And then, um, nothing gets started unless I have the keywords, uh, in place. So ad copy comes afterwards. We do not do it beforehand, uh, cause you don't know what's going to change. And if I'm talking about Hondas, I could easily write copy about a Toyota and those are two different cars. Uh, and we don't want that. So I'd rather start with figuring out what the keywords are for Honda or Toyota or whatever other manufacturer there is, and then write that ad copy. So that way it's a seamless process, but it kind of starts at the landing page keyword and then ad copy. And I feel like a lot of people go keyword, ad copy, landing page. And I, I think that landing page needs to be in the top spot. So that way you actually have a better idea of what everything would look like afterwards. That makes a lot of sense. And I want to drop in a note there when you use that keyword planning tool. In a lot of cases, I've stumbled across great words, phrases, and ideas and think to myself, we don't have any copy that looks like that or talks about that. And so it's twofold. One, it's it's helping you plan a better 
ad campaign, and then also using the information to go back and enhance your website. I think those really work well together. Yeah, I think one of the bigger misconceptions about the digital marketing field in general is uh, that SEO and PPC work against each other, and they do not. They're actually best friends. They work together. I want that SEO data, and I want to give you my PPC data, and I want us to kind of work together. If you're not ranking well on a certain key phrase that you really do want to be showing up for, then I can put that into my PPC strategy. But then alternatively, if we're doing really, really well on certain key phrases and they're converting really well, I want you to write copy about that. Mm -hmm. Because what if we turn off ads one day, then you're not going to have that anymore. So we might as well try to use as much information as we have available to us to make sure that you have a leg up for whatever the future might hold for you. And I think that's where one of it's one of many places where I think a lot of people are misstepping when it comes to uh, PPC and SEO. They see it as an either or when it really should be an and. That is so true. And I think one of the reasons that people see it as an either or is very often the people that are good at PPC are not good at SEO or they're not good at the content development And so each of those providers kind of digs their heels in and puts up that artificial barrier. And I think it's up to the manager or the business owner to say, no, you people come out of your corners and and work together. Yes, most definitely. Awesome. Okay. If there was one more quick tip for people who are thinking about embarking on AdWords. It's another Google push. They have been pushing something called broad match. It can be great if you know how to utilize it well, but a lot of people, especially when they're beginners, don't know how. So broad match is essentially me casting out a net into the ocean and saying, hey, I'll take whatever I can get. That could be a used Band-Aid all the way to a brick of gold Mm -hmm. and anything in between, really, at this point. We want the bricks of gold. We don't want that Band-Aid. We'll put it back out, you know, or put it in the garbage because we don't want the little fishies to, to eat it. But um, that's one of the things where Google really pushes that because they know that they can make more money off of it, obviously. Uh, so the big thing that I say is using the other match types, so phrase and exact, which give you a lot more control, but also reduce your web traffic a little bit, which I know sounds not the greatest, but that's kind of what we want. We want qualified people on our website, not many. Uh, so for me, the name of the game is reducing as much as I possibly can. And then eventually if a campaign kind of gets a little stagnant and plateaus, then I'll introduce broad match just to kind of liven things up and see what could happen. But it's in a very controlled setting. And I also have been in the industry for 13 years. So I I would like to believe that I know what I'm doing on that front. But if it was somebody who just started a campaign today, it would not be a suggestion. Go phrase match or exact match for everything. For, the, for a little bit and then start opening it up as you get a better understanding of the platform. Awesome. Amit, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much. I have had so much fun being here. Thank you for having me. There's going to be a link in the show notes to HopSkip Media so people can learn more about you and about some of the things that you're doing with PPC. Thanks again. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you're looking for other resources for your business, be sure to check out everything in our digital toolbox. There's webinars, white papers, workbooks, and so much more. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.